Oh hey, I'm Emily and this is my best friend Rachel. Hey, I'm Rachel and in 2010, aged 18 and fresh out of secondary school, we went on a gap year travelling to five countries in five months. Shockingly, it didn't always go so well. We lost passports, ran out of money, jumped out of aeroplanes and landed ourselves in endless ridiculous scenarios. But what we also managed to do is write a blog about our experiences. And without smartphones or Instagram at our disposal, this blog is the only record we have of the trip of our young lives. And 11 years on, we're reliving it all by reading back over our diary entries for your listening pleasure. Welcome to the Gap Year Diaries podcast. Hey. hey. <laughs> I'm going to cough immediately. <clears throat> oh God. I love no. how I could have coughed <laughs> at endless points before we started recording. Yeah. But. But decided the cough came to through now. as soon as it was time. Um, what were we talking about? Happy New Year! Oh, happy New Year! Happy New <laughs> yeah. Year! Happy festive period, as we say. Happy 2023. 2023, the I can't year. believe it. I know it's a it's a great number. It's a great number, 23. So famously, between two people, Chris and I, my favourite number um, for stupid reasons. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> Emily, the obligatory question of do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, well, my New Year's resolution last year was to buy a pair of, a specific pair of um, limited edition Converse for mm. 60% or less on eBay or a similar auction site. I kept it very specific because I thought the more specific, <laughs> the more achievable. Specific. But even so, I mm-hmm. still only just achieved it with one and a half months to go of the year. But I did achieve it, so... Hey, I feel great about that. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well I done. Literally never knew that, but I love it. I'm here for it. Well done for securing that New Year's resolution. That was last year. Specific. <laughs> this year, I've decided to be a channel of peace and understanding at work. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Slack channel? Uh, no. <laughs> could be that. I'll just make a Slack channel. <laughs> Um, no, I think people would love it. I have a tendency to be slightly short fused sometimes at work, and I think I decided that every t- well now every time I get wound up, I just sort of recite "channel of peace and understanding" in my head, um, and then I can deal with the problems. Um, is it working? Not sure. <laughs> TBC. <laughs> but, I mean, it's only the ninth of Jan, so I'll give myself a chance. What about you? What was your resolution? No, good resolution. And I really want that to be a Slack channel now. I'm really taking that and running with it. Okay, we can make um, one between us. It's it's not as specific, um, specific as your last year's one. Um, it's probably maybe one a little bit relatable, but I found myself just sort of burning up hours and hours scrolling through TikTok videos, which, you know, as entertaining as they are, I really can't. So I've switched it up and I now do puzzles with an audio book, which is very uh, Oh my very God, cool. Rachel, stop my heart. It's melting. <laughs> puzzles with an audio book. my puzzle. That's adorable. It's quite nice. Adorable. It's and adorable. <laughs> adorable um well it just slows my mind down you know really slows it right down and I just twist around the puzzles as I'm listening to my favorite author Kathy Glass who is a foster parent um, of 25 years and I love listening to her stories so very much (laughs) Kathy Glass if you're listening I love you so much oh my god so never has a shout out been more desperate than that um well you know I'm a huge fan of a puzzle always have been always will be I do know I do so I'm I'm here for this I'm here for it I got a lot of puzzles for Christmas. Did you get any? 
I did. And one of them has about three shades of like orange, green and brown. So it's a very, very tricky puzzle. (laughs) What is it like a Mark Rothko painting? (laughs) It's a a sort of a landscape of the mountains. I love the peace. Ah, it's kind of linked with yours, the peace idea. Yeah, we're both both very peaceful as we crest over into the new year. I digress. We've got more important things to do. Like? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello, listeners. <laughs> yes. Hey, listeners. Hey, and listeners. happy new year to we... you too. Um, yeah, happy new year. Hope you all had great festive periods. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode two of series four, New Zealand. Um, if you're new uh, listening to our podcast, just to catch you up a bit, we are two best friends from the UK, rereading our incredibly dense blogs from when we went traveling 12 years ago, currently reliving our time in the fourth country of our trip, New Zealand. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Gap Your Diaries Podcast, where you will find a plethora of pictures of Rachel and me looking minging and young. <laughs> I think it's now uh, 13 years ago, if we're in 2023, we started yeah, in 2010. you're right. You're right. I thought that as I was saying it, but I guess it's not quite 13 years ago till we actually overlap the date. But anyway, absolutely nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> Let's recap last episode. <laughs> Uh, so last episode we cracked open the very first blog in our extensive collection on New Zealand in which we chronicled the world's worst smelling long-haul flight our ludicrous reaction to extreme jet lag yet another trip to the bloody embassy and (laughs) us staying up all night with a crowd of traveling footballers when we really should have been asleep soundly and preparing for the first day of our tour Yes, yes, it was quite reprehensible, our behaviour in the last blog, as always. Um, As an overview of what we're going to chat about today, um, so today we're going to recount the very first day of our tour, our tour through New Zealand, in which we're travelling north from Auckland to New Zealand's beautiful Bay of Islands, um, and we spend a chaotic evening in the very first hostel we'd stayed in with a hot tub. Um, Mm. Rachel, have you stayed in a hostel with a hot tub since? No, I really don't think I have. I think just filler weekends, sort of Airbnb type right. styles, okay. but not not hostels, no, filler weekends. sadly. That was a great one. Yeah, filler weekends. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kanye West. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've stayed anywhere with a hot tub since. How sad for me. I should remedy that immediately. Um, yeah, anyway. This week's blog was written by Emily, and as usual, we've changed the pronoun so it makes sense when read in each of our voices. Um, cool. I'm I'm pretty ready for this, Emily. Good. Are you ready to roll? It's you to read. I am ready to roll. Yeah, I'm going to read first, and then I'm going to hand over to Rach. Um, so yeah, let's go. Let's crack on. Unsurprisingly, the vast amount of information bestowed upon us this morning on board the first of our big green Kiwi buses was very much not taken in by Rachel and I, as we were simply asleep. Yes, whilst Claire chatted happily away with Joe, a fellow Kiwi busser we had bumped into in the reception of the hostel whilst desperately racing around to collect our stuff together, Rachel and I slept soundly, our heads lolling around as the bus trundled its way out of Auckland and onwards to our next destination, Pahia Bay of Islands, um, I absolutely love this imagery of us with our heads rolling around because it's such a like specific way of sleeping when you're sat upright, especially on a mode of transport. Mm-hmm. And then you you like you sort of get into that kind of deep sleep where 
your head mm. like you stop being able to hold your head up and then you sort of like either some people do that thing where the head drops and then immediately comes back up when they're like fuck I shouldn't be doing this <laughs> but I think we yeah. we were not in that we were just like lolling around <laughs> heads rolling here and there we did do that very often on these kiwi tours as well which we probably shouldn't have done but That's true. we were just having too much fun in the night <laughs> we were having too much nighttime fun and so our rolling lo- lolling heads were our enforced. <laughs> Even the delightful commentary provided by our first bus driver, Fly, was blocked out as we antisocially snored our way through the journey, waking only as we pulled into the town of Fangarai for a toilet stop. I mean, so bloody rude and wasteful. Again, this antisocial snoring we were doing. I mean, imagine, Emily, all of the knowledge we could have had by now. I know, if only we were awake to receive the knowledge. <laughs> but no. Poor Fly. I know. <laughs> Such an unrewarding job. I only hope, I mean, I don't know, because obviously famously we were unconscious, but I hope that everybody else was like awake and really like hungrily sort of consuming the information she was giving to make up for us just, and also the fact that we were sat at the back of the bus, like that, those are seats that are like in full view, like from where, from the front, like if you look down the aisle, you can see those fucking seats of shame at the back. Oh, just rude, rude on every level. (laughs) I think we sat there a lot in the seats of shame. <laughs> um, I don't know if we've done this already on a previous episode, or presumably the only previous episode of this series, but just in case, just to recap, what um, we were doing here was, so I think this still exists. I can't say for sure, but because this was famously 2010, but um, there's a tour company that function in uh, New Zealand, Australia, and probably elsewhere as well. And they kind of are like distinguishable by having quite like bright colored vehicles. I think the Australian ones are a different color, but the New Zealand ones are green. And it's called yeah. the Kiwi bus experience. And essentially you buy a ticket, you buy a ticket for a certain route. So you choose your route beforehand. And then what you can do is you can like hop on and off the bus, like kind of like a hop on hop off like city tour, but like um, obviously you can stay at hostels along the way. You, if you want to stop in a place and stay there for like a couple of nights, you can just do that and then pick up a new Kiwi bus. Like you can stay on the same bus the whole way, but the bus will have like designated, it will only stay in one place for one night basically. Um, so that's what we were doing. And this was our first sort of like when we got aboard the bus. So we could have been using this time to like, you know, make friends with other people. Um, yeah, as Rachel said, listen to the probably very interesting information we were being given about New Zealand um but no (laughs) we did not (laughs) no we 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 failed to do that um instead we were lolling around asleep (laughs) yeah as we finally arrived in the small town of Pahia a few hours later sun blasting its way through the windows of the bus sea glistening on the horizon seagulls cawing around above I couldn't help but acknowledge a strange sensation that was filtering its way through Pahia looked, incredibly, just like an English seaside town. I'm sure the similarity was all the more palpable to Rach and I, as we had very much grown used to the Central-slash-South American-inspired environment over the last two months. But as the fish and chip shops, road signs in English, and green, grassy expanses whizzed by the windows, it felt bizarrely as if we were home. Um, Mm. And yet we were the furthest away from home we could possibly be in the world. Okay, I love the use of the phrase central slash South American inspired environment. 
it wasn't inspired it was central and south america <laughs> like <laughs> it was inspired by itself <laughs> like it was inspired by being the thing it was inspired by <laughs> like what a ridiculous <laughs> stupid phraseology um yeah do you remember that oh, feeling God. rach do you inspired re- by i know inspired by mm. itself ridiculous yeah do you remember feeling kind of like that those weird parallels i strongly have a vivid memory of that grass just looking the strongest green grass I still have ever seen in my life that grass Mm. and being like this is like England but on steroids for beauty um (laughs) New Zealand have just got this cracked much better um yeah uh no for sure it was a bit strange it was a bit sort of parallel universe twilight zone feel um not twilight the crappy book for Stephanie Myers I mean it's just the kind of cool early 2000s show Twilight which I never watched um but kind of like that that parallel world sense um you're not going to believe this but Twilight the the shit Stephanie Myers novel slash movie um is actually referenced yet again in this blog (laughs) later down the line again (laughs) yeah and also the idea that because we were furthest away in the world, I think I was playing unironically the Lily Allen song. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I've never been this this far away from home. Um, I think you were sharing an ear with me still, Emily, on that iPod and you're like, for God's sake, Rachel, oh, yeah, stop it. Because I'd lost my iPod. I was still in the prison of having to listen to your music. To be fair, um, just a quick fact check. I believe this song was a Mark Ronson production by the Kaiser Chiefs feat Lily Allen. Um, but yeah, or maybe it was just Lily Allen actually, and it was because it's a Kaiser Chiefs song, cover. isn't it? No, you're right. Yes, and she did the cover. For you're so it. right. It's all right. You're so right. I've been schooled. Um, but yeah, <laughs> did were you playing that like deliberately t- in the same way that you were playing Welcome to Miami when we landed in Miami, or or did it just come on in a sort <laughs> no. of weird serendipitous moment? No, I think it just came on, wow. um, and then from that moment, I thought, "Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this at another point in this New Zealand tour," and that's exactly what I did. So it's a bit of a mixture of both. Wow! Um, but I thought this, the lyrics were very, very apt for how I was feeling, but also I felt very close to home. So it was, a, it was a sort of a, it was a dichotomous moment. It was, yeah. And as I've written here in the next line, it was quite a strange realization. <laughs> Um, After a quick tour of the main bits of the town, we pulled up at possibly the cutest hostel we'd seen on our trip so far. A quick conference to some conference. Imagine if it was an actual conference with like strip lighting and tiled ceilings and dry sandwiches. A quick conference. I've been to too many conferences. A quick conference decided that we should try and get a room with Claire and Joe. And so we happily lugged our many bags up to reception. This feeling of contentment, however, did not last. Yet again, on attempting to pay for the room, Rach and I discovered that our damn travelling cash cards had decided not to work, harking back to many fraught times in Arequipa, Wakachina and Nazcar, whereby we had been forced to sponge off others or literally not eat as our cards refused to work in ATMs for one reason or another. Yeah, so we haven't really said a lot about the money traumas for a while which probably listeners are quite grateful for but if we remember back in I don't even think we mentioned it in the NASCAR blog but I do definitely remember it being a problem in NASCAR because I think we had to oh, borrow I'm money pretty from, sure we did yeah we had to borrow money from people we'd like met about two seconds ago like and significant amounts of money and um just just to clarify because <laughs> it's really interesting um it wasn't that we didn't have any money it was that our money was like trapped because it was in these accounts that we'd been like hoodwinked into 
uh, buying from STA, the travel company. And some, for some reason, for one reason or another, our cards, our S, the cards linked to those accounts just wouldn't work. They wouldn't work in ATMs. They wouldn't work in, in like chip and pin machines. They just wouldn't let us get any money or use it. Um, and also another fun feature was that you couldn't transfer money out of the accounts um so it was literally just trapped there like it was just all of our traveling funds <laughs> trapped we had an emergency credit card which i think i reference in a sec um and that's kind of how we had got, been getting by but it was very hard in uh, south america because they didn't there wasn't like there were often a lot of places that only really took cash so we had been struggling quite a lot <laughs> obviously been borrowing money like yeah. just skipping meals <laughs> like sleeping on steps of hostels or whatever um but i think yeah anyway i'll carry on reading because i think it explains the rest Luckily, Rachel had thought to bring a credit card along on the trip for emergency use only. Ridiculously, due to cash card failure, we had already been forced to spend and pay back the £800 limit on it once. And now it looked like we would have to again. I really go into quite some detail about this, (laughs) like really like Mm. even using specific amounts of money. A few fractious minutes later, and we had begrudgingly begun to rack up another credit card bill and were angrily moving into our room with Claire and Joe. I did try to console Rach by mentioning to her that at least credit cards seem to be happily accepted in New Zealand as opposed to many shops in Peru and Chile, but she remained in a pissed off state, fueled in no small part by the intense tiredness factor we were both experiencing. Yeah, I think I could imagine my dad's words uh, were seeping into my consciousness at that point. Um, I think I was just feeling guilty about using the credit card, even though it was there for emergencies. And thank God we did have it. Um, I'll speak more about that later on, though, about that credit <laughs> Can't card wait. experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, such a tempting teaser. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It, it did save our. our uh, I was about to say our lives, that may be overdramatic. It did really like obviously get us out of a very tight spot, that credit card, thank God. Um, oh God, no, definitely. But yeah, anyway. And thank you for being so sweet. I don't remember getting that agitated, but if it's written down, I fully believe it. I just, I can't remember it anymore. <laughs> I love I just gaslight but... you in my writing. Like, Rachel was annoyed. And you were just like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> no, I fully believe that. I just don't have the memory attached to it anymore. But thank you. Bless you. That that, that's okay. fine. Thank you for thanks for that telling support. me my emotion. I think we were both quite pissed <laughs> off. To be fair, I think we were both just like, for fuck's sake, when is this hell with these cards going to end? Um, I don't know what efforts we were making to try and sort the problem out with STA. I will say, I think we were trying because obviously we had to rely on like being in an internet cafe or in a hostel computer. It wasn't like we could like call them at any time of day. Um, I I think we tried to no avail to sort the problem out. But anyway, it's all very boring, (laughs) but it was our lives. (laughs) Let's move on. Rachel, over to you. In a desperate attempt to cheer us up, Claire suggested we go for a casual mooch around the town and beach and breathe some fresh New Zealand air into our lungs. We all eventually agreed this would be the logical thing to do in the circumstances. (laughs) And so hoodies were pulled on, highly unsuitable shoes selected, and off we went mooching. I love this weirdly formal and like transactional language referring to literally arriving in a beautiful new country and exploring it being like we all concluded this would be the logical way forward given this like it's really weird like business lingo like why am I writing it like that we basically we all decided to go for a walk is what happened but I've made it into some kind of like group think exercise (laughs) 
but we we it was quite chilly i remember that it It was was chilly in new zealand so we did need the hoodies pulled on we were feeling a bit frustrated uh maybe that's more what you meant the emotional circumstance than the bloody nose (laughs) um i i do remember it oh oh, sorry i do remember it being like obviously notably colder because of course it was um although like we had come from like the sort of midpoint of chile and so it was fairly Mm. cold in chile it wasn't like I, I can't remember exact, you know, Celsius, but it wasn't like freezing, but it wasn't like hot as it had been in Costa Rica. Um, but New Zealand was obviously much, much colder. But because we were, this was like very far north, it was mm-hmm. the warmest, if that makes sense. So <laughs> what I'm trying to say yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. there'd been a drop in temperature, but it wasn't that notable, which, you know, isn't even very <laughs> interesting. So Rachel, carry on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so thank you, Emily, for the weather report. You're welcome. Um, as, <laughs> as it happened, our mooch involved a great deal of balancing across slippery beach rocks and picking our way through questionable floatsome and jetsam before we reached a welcome bench. Here we stopped to admire the idyllic view and to have a brief discussion with a passing dog walking woman. I nearly read that as like as with a passing dog, like a brief <laughs> discussion with a, well, with a passing dog. I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> after a quick and credit card guilt filled stop off at the local corner shop oh, we needed to pay money for food oh, bless I know. Us. <laughs> we're so sorry we have to spend money on feeding ourselves um we were back in our hostel hostel room preparing for an evening barbecue that we had been promised earlier on coincidentally the only part of the lengthy information given to us by fly that em and i had managed to process of course it was it was about food <laughs> <laughs> food will filter food through even the up. heaviest sleep <laughs> um so it doesn't i haven't really said this in here but as we were getting ready there was quite a moment that happened that i keep harkering back to uh throughout the course of emily and i's life together um (laughs) it's a small moment but very uh, it's very poignant to my personality but um i was showering and Chris noticed this about me. I, I like to speak and have conversations in the shower just to myself. I don't know if anyone else does this. Um, but on that particular day, Emily must have said something that really quite made me laugh. And I thought I was on my own having the shower. And I repeated the joke out loud to myself. And I, I found it funny. So I was laughing. And then I did this a few more times with a few more things Emma had said in the day. And I thought I was alone, but actually Claire was outside the room and she said she could just hear my muffled voice through the steam and then just giggling as well, like seeping out from underneath the door. And she was a little bit like, who is she talking to? She was like, is he okay? (laughs) Yeah. Because obviously Claire didn't know us that well. (laughs) No, and I think it took her a few weeks until she admitted what had happened and I felt really quite embarrassed. (laughs) She felt safe. Till she felt safe enough to talk about it. <laughs> sort of mismatched of like no context sentences floating through in my <laughs> and you just laughing at yourself. laughter. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Bless you a little bit. Oh, poor Claire. Poor Claire. So that's something I do remember. I remember um, it. The plan for this evening was to eat our fill of the sumptuous barbecue and then rock on into the hostel bar to see what was going down. However, our plan crumpled on one major point, this being that the bar was curiously unpopulated as we entered, just music blaring into an empty room. (laughs) This is quite like typical of, like I think hostel bars are very like boom and bust, like they're either absolutely popping and they're where like everybody is congregating 
or they're like tragically empty and like quite sad. Um, and this was unfortunately in the latter category. <laughs> sort of like that scene from In Between Us when they go down to that bar and there's yeah. like hardly anybody there. It was quite like that because I think as as in that scene, the music was on and the, there was like disco lights. <laughs> But there was just not yeah, like, a soul to be seen. <laughs> and we were like, okay, maybe this is not quite the vibe. But uh, we, we tried to roll with it as best as we could. Um, we and do. this is kind of what we did. Um, at this point, a new proposal for the evening was hatched involving us hanging around in the hostel's communal sofa slash TV area. On walking in to find the film version of Twilight, of course it was Twilight, booming on the screen, all four of us mutually and wordlessly decided to turn to Plan C, rummaging through the board games on the shelves next to one of the long wooden tables. I don't know why Twilight has been such a prominent feature of not only our travels, but these blogs. It does just crop up endlessly like a sort of weird talisman. (laughs) (laughs) like a weird motif no one asked for exactly um i mean it was the year it was the era for taylor law taylor lawton taylor 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 lawton (laughs) attorney at law Um, taylor and his abs taylor lautner i think is his name Daily Lordner. Yeah. <laughs> he is gorgeous yeah. though. He is a gorgeous man hunk. Um <laughs> and uh, man- sorry. <laughs> okay. Sounds like something like man-hunk. my mum's friends would say in their WhatsApp chat <laughs> called Besties. <laughs> And of course, there's a, a Robert Patterson, who I have a lot of respect for because he couldn't stand the entire the entire saga. Well, still did it though. Still took home the checks. <laughs> That's yeah, he weird. did. You yeah, would. You would. You would. Yeah. You would. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously, instead of watching Twilight, we just were like, okay, let's see what board games are on offer. So our <laughs> evening's really like, you know, taking a turn, <laughs> taking a downgrade from us being like well up for some sort of like hostile bar like revelry to being like, should we dust off this Scrabble board? <laughs> get <out. laughs> Getting cracking. Like, 18-year-olds playing the role of 80-year-olds. Um, not exactly a rocking evening, but a game of mouldy Monopoly seemed infinitely preferable to awkwardly drinking in an empty bar or watching Robert Footface Patterson acting on the tiny TV screen. What, um, what's Robert Footface Patterson? <laughs> no, that's quite a well-known internet meme that uh, he does look okay. a little bit like a Footface. Yeah, that's Obviously, that's I was m- much more savvy at the time and I knew the, knew okay. the memes. <laughs> <laughs> memes were they like a thing back then i don't know Is actually that a it's word? a good question i don't know maybe uh, they weren't like came... recognized as memes that we know today but yeah i didn't no. actually know that was a like accepted joke yeah yeah no it, it was like foot face and mouth breather is um is bella's nickname rachel i love how much you know about the like twilight lore <laughs> even though you purportedly <laughs> hate the whole franchise your knowledge is encyclopedic suspicious <laughs> there's a thin line Rachel have... between love and hate anyway uh, a bit of hearty scrounging later and Joe hit the board game jackpot um, an almost complete game of firing frogs anyone ever heard of this I mean I completely forgot all about it until I reread this of course he did because it's not really a part of public life <laughs> um i'd never heard of firing frogs before this fateful fateful day but to my memory i think it was like plastic frogs and you like kind of 
kind of like tiddlywink style sort of like pinged them at each other like where you like pre- put pressure down on on the back till they like pop out of your finger and I think you basically had to like fire them into different like targets and stuff that's that's Aww. all I can remember of firing frogs yeah so these plastic little frogs from probably the 1980s still rocking around for yeah. us to play with <laughs> the one <laughs> copy of the board game ever made <laughs> found yeah. its way into that hostel <laughs> The fun we had with this game was truly unbelievable. In fact, we became so high-spirited that the Twilight Watchers had to, at many intervals, turn around from Taylor Lautner's torso to tell us to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Frogs were literally being fired everywhere. I mean, that's good, considering the name of the Yeah, that is literally the the object of the game, for sure. (laughs) Uh, We're literally being fired everywhere in quite the juvenile fashion. I love how, as always... You and I, other children, being like irritating nightmares, whilst other people are trying to be more civilized. <laughs> I mean, how much more civilized could you get, really, than watching Twilight? Yeah, you're really quite know. right, Rachel. Maybe we were the civilized ones, yeah. like throwing plastic yeah. frogs at each other. <laughs> we probably did. We probably did descend into that. We probably <laughs> Just did chucking them at each other. We probably. Did. Uh, Once we had sucked literally all of the entertainment value we possibly could out of the firing frogs, we retired back to our room, setting our alarms for the first of our Kiwi experience activities, which also had to be added to our rapidly increasing credit card tab. (laughs) Early morning dolphin watching. Aww, early morning dolphin watching, how lovely. Oh, I love that day. It's very much etched into my memory. Good. Well, that's next week. So let's focus. Yeah focus on this week which is I will admit quite slim pickings but (laughs) you're not not a huge amount happened but you know that is quite the reality of traveling sometimes you do have the down days and that was very much one of them we have said that before but but it's a point yeah it's a point worth repeating like not every day can be incredible memorable experiences but you Mm -mm. know instead it can be a day of um sleeping on a bus and firing plastic frogs at each other and we did that with Panache. We did. <laughs> we did. There must be a frog frog pace pun in there somewhere. We hopped straight to it. Sure. <laughs> we leaped <laughs> to the fun. I don't know. I'll start. Um, yeah. None has come to mind. And usually if there's one to be found, it will come to mind. It will leap to mind immediately. Ah, yeah. Uh, anyway. But anyway, I'll 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 tick it over in the search engine of my mind whilst we continue to talk <laughs> and let you know what I find at the end. Well, as you're thinking about this, let me ask you, Emily, what was the best person we met or you met slash favourite memory with another person that wasn't me? <laughs> well let me answer you. Um well I think like obviously we could both say the same person here but in the interest of diversity I was gonna shout out Fly our bus driver so when you do the Kiwi bus experience the bus drivers are quite like an important feature because they're sort of like your only point of contact with the company I guess and they're the ones that like Mm -hmm. obviously know like they're they're locals they know um the country they know the area they know um all the hostels they know all the activities they're basically just like a a font of knowledge and they also like have to do the unenviable job of kind of making they like they're the ones that get you up in the morning from the hostel make sure you get on the bus if you are supposed to be on the bus and they also like have to make the journey fun so often they'll do like stopovers in places they'll play games with you like they just did the most I would say and fly was our first experience of the kiwi bus drivers 
and she was great she was such a sweet lady um I say that obviously I know that we've just spent quite a long time basically detailing how Rachel and I didn't listen to or hear anything she said but you know she seemed nice from the small interactions I had with her and of course we then went on to have other interactions with her which is how I know she was a sweet lady but yeah I just wanted to give her a little shout out um who was your best person slash favorite memory with a person that wasn't me yeah fly was particularly excellent um I'm gonna have to go with joe um the girl that we sort of took in um it was cool to expand our trio to a healthy four-person pod that was nice getting a little group going mm. uh joe seemed lovely and she was very much more mature than us um, <laughs> i mean granted that really, really wasn't hard um and she remains quite a strong memory to this day but not uh, she, yeah we there's some interesting things that happened with joe wasn't there i think she reminded us um 10 times a day that she was 30 was it 30 i think it was was she 30 I'm 30 I'm sure she was some age that she kept repeating over that. Oh, wow. To me, sounded mature. It could have been 25, but I think it was... in my head, I remember it like 30. <laughs> you just rounded up to 30. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think she was that old. But yeah, you are right. She did keep reminding us of her age. But yeah, somehow it hasn't worked because neither of us can remember how old she was. No, but yeah, she was definitely older 30. than us and she was definitely more mature than us. I think she was a teacher, wasn't she? Yeah, she may have been. She may have been. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't matter. Um, yeah, let's do the next section, which is the lesson that we learnt. Um, Rach. What did you learn? What did you learn? The lesson we learnt. What was oh. the lesson that you learned? <laughs> learn. Oh, me again? Are you yeah. sure you don't want to go next? It's your turn. Oh. <laughs> like a child. <laughs> oh, like okay. a child playing firing frogs. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go again? It's your turn, Emily. (laughs) Well, sure, but then I'd have had to ask myself. So it just all seemed a bit absurd. (laughs) So you can ask me if you want. I can ask you. All right, Emily, what was the lesson that you learned? Well, thanks for asking. Um, The lesson I learned was, I think, the power of good night's sleep. Um, Would we have been more sociable? Would we have taken in more of the view? Would we have been quite so manic about the idea of playing firing frogs if we'd had a good night's sleep? Probably not. Um... So yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I would say get a good night's sleep in if you've got like a fairly big day and granted this wasn't a huge day, like all we had to really do was sit on a bus and then take our bags into a hostel. But like it was a huge day in terms of it was our first day on the bus and we were meeting people and like it would have been good for us to be the best versions of ourselves. But I think we were probably, if not the worst versions of ourselves, fairly in the low echelons I would say so (laughs) I am just going to extol the benefits of just getting getting the hours in getting the hours of of zeds in basically which is you know I mean it's a shame that this lesson is something that we do already know by at that time of 18 slash 19 years old but um it just really is a strong as a as a strong learning curve um I don't know how much heed we took in it in the following weeks to come Oh, we absolutely Um, didn't learn from our mistakes absolutely not (laughs) 100% not but I've learned it since (laughs) I'd say we definitely didn't learn it on that day um what did you learn um that having an emergency credit card is such a good idea and looking back I I really wish Emily I hadn't actually felt as guilty as I had done because it was there for emergencies um and 
being that credit cards are really widely accepted across the world. And as long as you have money in savings or your current account, just ensure you pay off the credit card as soon as possible to avoid incurring debt. I sound like Martin Lewis. I love um, what this podcast this has Martin become. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, getting a good travel credit card with a low, you've got to get guys the low APR rate. You've got to, guys. You've got to find. You've got to, because uh, a high APR is a high interest. And you don't want a to high APR that. is a high level of stress. Yeah, you don't want that. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what APR um, stands for? It's annual percentage rate. Guys, I hope you're enjoying the start of series four. <laughs> We've really like <laughs> taking it in a new direction. <laughs> you can expect a lot more like real hard hitting financial advice from the podcast if you continue to listen. Thanks, guys. But if if you've learned anything, low APR rates. Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> um. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank you. No, thank you listeners very much for listening. You can of course subscribe, follow, share us with a friend and follow us on Instagram at Gap Year Diaries podcast and stop by and say hello because we truly love hearing from you guys. And we will be back with episode three of series four in which we enjoy our second day in the Bay of Islands and go on a half-hearted search for dolphins. <laughs> we do. It is very half-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest um i don't remember it like that well okay, okay well maybe i was half-hearted you were wholehearted as always i think probably <laughs> in life if one of us is going to be wholehearted and one of us is going to be half-hearted we know which is which <laughs> um and also guys if you'd like to give us a review obviously when giving us a review do also bear in mind what sort of financial advice you've also been given and how valuable that's going to be to you um, please do give us the same number of stars as there are members of the band five they've not made it that difficult to know how many that is um, but just in case there's any confusion it's five brilliant fucking I love, love five i'm sorry but can i just say <laughs> like this is this is an aside and probably most people have stopped listening by now so this is just for the hardcoreers I there is a there is a beautiful piece of information I have about five that every time in my life I find a person who doesn't know this information I'm I like get this spurt of like uncontrollable joy because I'm like oh my god you get to learn this for the first time the information is this in the video (laughs) for five's incredible song let's dance it's a banger it's an absolute banger Go and sing One of the chorus of it. Let's dance to be. I don't know the words. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's stunning. Um, <laughs> One of them was currently at the time of filming the video, having a mental breakdown, <laughs> a menti oh. B, which is fair enough. Of course, like the pressures of being in a in a boy band at a young age, they're huge. They were having a menti B. Instead of thinking the solution to this would be either like p- postponing the filming of the video or maybe not including him in the video or potentially like real like choreographing the video so that it didn't actually really involve the band members that much sure maybe those options are not like you know ideal but instead of doing any of these things the record company went with the option of let's get a life-size cardboard cutout of the missing <laughs> member and use it in the video in a really like obvious way <laughs> that it's <laughs> It's not even just like small like glimpses of it. There's like it, they re- like and I and I and when I've shown this to people, they've been like, "Is it a joke?" And I've been like, "Right, I know this because I watched a documentary. 
It's not a joke. They genuinely, <laughs> they genuinely, I, I promise you. I know, I know, I know. I went down a hole. <laughs> you can laugh, Rachel. You can laugh, but you've listened to like three to four hour long podcasts about the Lion King in your life. So we all have our interests. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I think what I'm laughing is the, the specificity, specificity, specificity. Oh, thank you, of, of a cardboard cutout. Is it more about the, it, the Oh, no, no, no. The documentary wasn't just about the cardboard cutout. Right, <laughs> but, okay. That's what I was finding funny. As much as it could be, as much as there could be a feature-length documentary about just that cardboard cutout, there absolutely could be. No, no, the documentary was about five in general. Um... And this was just okay. featured. It wasn't a joke. They actually genuinely thought that people would just not notice that it was a cardboard cutout. <laughs> oh my God. Please, if you do one thing wow. for yourself today, listeners, Google the video to five Let's Dance. I think the first appearance of the cardboard cutout is, is it's a little way in because there's a whole like preamble because it's quite a concept video. Yeah, there's a whole bit of preamble where there's like kind of supposed to be conceptualizing the video and like, you know, faux conceptualizing it. And then you get into the actual video. So you have to wait a little while, but it is worth it. Trust me, please do it. And if you do, tell us. Tell us about <laughs> it in our DMs. I would love it. It would make me so happy. <laughs> God, we'll come out. No, I never knew that. I have to ask my sister. Oh my about. God, you were um, one of the people that never knew. Oh God. Of course I would have and known And you were that. right no, under no, no. my nose. <laughs> the yeah. whole time. I could yeah, have had no, this joy long ago. That. Okay, well, uh, there you go. Now you do. the joy now. Thank and you've you. told me about APR rates. What a beautiful yes, symbiotic yes. relationship we have. <laughs> Oh, oh and if you're going to come up with, with the Lion King, I will come at you harder with um I've actually watched probably twelve to fifteen hours worth of stuff about Titanic easily. Okay. Easily. Like, Many of it being repeated as well. I love how you're like, if you're gonna come at me with this, I'm gonna come at myself again with something worse. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Fine. I'm gonna outdo that. You do that. That's not oh, how roasting Rachel. works, Rachel. It's, you're meant to come not. back at me. It's not how a roast battle works, but I love it. Um well this has been really fun. I've loved it. Yeah, and I've enjoyed this. Please do tune in again um, next week where, yeah, we, we go on the hunt for dolphins. Or not next week because we've changed the cadence. Please do tune in again bi- next annually. time. No, bi- <laughs> bi- <weekly. laughs> It's not bi-annually. We're just doing it it's twice bi- a year weekly. now, guys. <laughs> no, yes, bi- no, we're doing it fortnightly, guys. Um, so, yeah, we will see you next time um, on the hunt for those dolphins. Yeah. And in the meantime, bye. Have lovely lives. We love you. We love you. Bye.